Welcome back to the Views from the Bench podcast. We're on episode... Daryl Sittler. 27. And uh, it's funny enough you bring up a, a classic leaf because we, uh, we got tons to talk about, tons to rant about. I know Pat's fired up for this episode. Aren't you, though? I, I am. I am. But but let me just introduce who I'm with here. We got Pat video. Pat, how you doing? I'm good, man. I'm going to be better now than I am tomorrow. Yeah, so... You want you want to talk about the Leafs here? You want to <clears throat> tell me the, okay. the number one thing that's boiling your blood your blood right now? Okay, so let's just put things into perspective right now. The Leafs are in a heated Eastern Conference, looking to make the playoffs. Right? Yeah. You agree? Yeah, it's pretty okay. Like mathematically, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, Florida's down their necks right now, right? Yeah. So I would say the past few games and the games down the stretch are immensely important. Yes. That's an understatement. It's an understatement. And you know what just, just really rubs me the wrong way? Is that, okay, I'm fired up. I wake up in the morning. I'm like, I got fire in my belly. I'm like, holy shit. Like, I'm ready. I want to go out there and play. Yeah. I'm fired up. I can't wait to watch this. I turn on the TV, tune into the Leafs game, and it's nothing. They don't give a shit. They play like absolute ass. No one gives a crap about anything that's happening. They it doesn't even seem. It seems like they don't care. Like we it it doesn't seem like they're fighting for their playoff lives. It, don't you agree? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't. It just seems like they're out there playing shinny with the boys because they don't care. They're not responsible. They're not defensively responsible. It doesn't seem like they care at all. There's giveaways everywhere. No one cares about the forecheck, back check. All they care about is the paycheck. And I couldn't, like, it drives me insane. Are you done? Yeah. Well, that was spirited. I'll give you that. But the thing I do for fun is watch Leaf games. Okay? Yeah. And it turns out to be the least fun thing I do all day, (laughs) every time they're on. Every time. They never fail. But I want to talk about... One, uh, actually, two two people on this team. Okay, it's not just two people, man. I, it's not. It's not. It's no one's one fault. It's a, a group effort. But Jake Muzzin and Tyson Berry are not good. Okay, and I know this may be an overreaction, but I'm sorry if they extend t- or if they extend. Jake Muzzin for four years over five point five million, this team is like dead in the water, because that much for an aging defenseman who's thirty one years old, he's already had some hard mouths on him, going to the Stanley Cup Finals twice and winning it twice. He can barely skate as it as it is. Okay, he's got some of the most questionable passes I've ever seen, like more than Jake Gardner at times. I'm not even kidding. Tyson Berry is the same way. He's just a right, he's just a right handed Jake Gardner. That's all Tyson Berry is. Ever since Tyson Berry took that slap shot in overtime against Montreal, where they it was Matthews and Marner, you remember that? Yeah, I do. And he takes it from the <laughs> far side hash mark to send the other guys on a breakaway. Those two guys have frustrated me the most. That being said, Morgan Riley's hurt. They're pretty hurt on the back end. They're hurt all around on their roster, but it's no excuse. And those guys are getting hard minutes. Justin Hall, ever since he signed his extension, has has gone to shit. Like, he has not been the same defenseman. Can we agree on that? Yep, of course. And also, I read a stat the other day. Did you see the stat? Is the most, or the save percentage for 5-on-5 five five since January 5th what or something, it? or December 5th? 
There's 60 goalies on the list. Do you know who the bottom two goalies are? Hodgson Anderson. <laughs> with it, with an, an uh, I think an eight. 85 and an, and an 875. It's brutal. Horrible. So at what point is it the goal, goalie and the defense and them together? Like, what, what's the problem here, Pat? Can you tell me the problem? <clears throat> First of all, I want to say, when Jake Muzzin signs his extension, when he signs it, I'm expecting you to see you on the story going absolute bananas. Uh, Sure. Because okay. I hate that. I, I, he, I was so excited for Jake Muzzin to come to Toronto. He had that one big head as soon as he came, and then he just throws muffins up the middle. Like, it's, it, it's incredible. Like, man, take a look. He fans on the most passes I've ever seen. He's, he's just so slow, too. Uh, I understand your frustration, Anthony. And just to go deeper in, I, you, pick, you single those two guys out. And yeah, sure, they're they're playing awful. And it's not those two guys. And fault. and sure, we it's there's not. injuries to Morgan Riley and whatnot. But you know what? At the end of the day, we have our some of our main players playing, and it comes down to the whole team pl- playing like garbage and not caring. It does. It does. Like, it, it, Matthews can get his fifty goals, but if you don't make the playoffs, at what point does it really matter? I know. It bothers me that they all are getting their points though. Do you know what I mean? Because I think I almost think they would care if they weren't getting their points. Like they would maybe show a little bit more effort. Hurt, if they sure, because it goes towards their own personal brand, their own personal um, money and extensions. And yeah, shit. yeah. Like, right. but they they don't care. They're like, oh, we paid. We're, we're scoring here and there. But like, you're scoring a f- at in a five one meaningless game. Does that really matter? Yeah. That you got that goal? No. It doesn't, right? So I need to see more urgency and heart from these guys. At the end of the day, you, me, and Meryl from Maple care more about this team than they do. That's that's what it is. So a lot of people on Twitter are all over John Tavares for being the captain of this team. Okay. And like people are like, I can't believe people are turning on John Tavares. You know, like John fucking Tavares. You know, he's got like the most goals since 2013 or they they're just finding ways to defend him but, but but let's be real you're captain of the Toronto Maple Leafs you have nowhere to hide now you don't <laughs> did you see what he said yesterday like first of all he comes out to the interview like so stoic he goes yeah we uh, lacked a sense of urgency and uh we can't figure out a way to win and I'm trying to learn myself like, yeah that's what that's what he said yeah did you also hear what Matthew said in the interview though no I did not hear you it. You didn't hear it? No. Oh, I didn't I didn't like it. What did he say? A guy asked him about the the feeling of the room and he just stares at him and says, Next question. Really? Yeah. You gotta address these things head on, man. Like if you can't address what the situation is like, yeah. you don't know what it's like, then it must be fucking brutal. Yeah. Like you gotta if you're one of the leaders on this team, you gotta at least address the situations and and There's no leader on this team. It doesn't seem that way, right? There's no leader. It doesn't seem like there is a leader. No. So, uh, you're thinking Tav- Tavares or the at least the assistant captains should be able to come in the room and talk to the guys and be like, what's going on here? Look at look at what we have in front of us. All these guys on the team, we're trying to chase the playoffs. We got to start playing with something because it seems like they're not. Why is it that when every guy comes to Toronto, every single guy... They sign here, and they immediately get soft. They get soft. They suck. They suck. Like Muzzin was arguably a top two defenseman on on the Kings, right? Him and Doughty. 
comes here, like he can barely handle <laughs> at, at the minutes or anything. Tyson Berry, I was, I would argue, was probably one of their best defensemen for Colorado yeah. over the years. He comes <laughs> here, and it's like he's never played hockey ever in his life. What's that all about? John Tavares, like, always top ten in scoring, but like he's he's only won one playoff round. It's more than the Leafs in them. No. Yeah, but like he he's never he doesn't know what it's like to win either. Did he win in junior? Do we know? Do you know if like, he won in junior? Uh, well, he won the world championships, like the world juniors. Yeah. <laughs> so did Jordan Eberle. Like, fair. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know if he won in Oshawa. I don't think he won in Oshawa, and I don't know if he won in London. He may have won in London. I'm but gonna, at the end of the day... I'm going to check. At the end of the day, we have to realize, like, you're coming here. A lot of these guys are playing for, like... Some of them are playing for their childhood favorite teams, right? Yes. The captain. <laughs> so you th- there's got to be, like... You gotta dig deeper, boys. At the end of the day, you're playing hockey as your job. You love the game. You wake up every day playing this game that you love growing up. So many people would die just for the opportunity to have what they have. Yeah. Making millions, playing the game that they love in their hometown. And to have... I'm sure there's other things. There's many other things to go to it. But there needs to be more urgency. Just... They need to care more about the game and what they have in front of them the whole city cares so they should as well they they can't though like it, it it's <clears throat> here's the thing the Leafs by far have one of the most skilled teams in NHL can we agree on that yeah but skill won't win alone I agree but but this is what I was thinking the other day I think it's entirely possible that the Leafs have the most skilled team in the NHL but they have the stupidest team. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, like, they have the most raw skill, stick handling, speed. That's great, but it but won't their, get you anywhere. Their hockey IQ is has got to be the worst in the league. Like, there's think about all the players on this team. Marner's probably got the highest hockey IQ, maybe. But even he gives over the puck tons of times, right? Tavares the worst. Yeah, like Tavares does the same thing though. Like, defensively, too, their hockey IQ is brutal. Yeah, brutal. yeah, at what point does it come down to, like, yeah, people talk about, all oh, uh, the coach, the fire dubis, but at some point, it comes down to the player's accountability. They're not accountable for their actions. Yep, they're Get, not. Like, a giveaway in the slot multiple times, there should be consequences and learning from that. You have to learn from that. And how have you not learned, how have you not learned already and you're in the NHL? I don't know. I don't... It, you would think it's the coach, right? Like, you think... It, and you can't use that excuse anymore because they fired the coach. But, like, it's not the coach's fault. Like, they're both... The same issues are still existing yeah. on this team. Yeah. There's still the same issues. So, at what point... I feel really bad for Keith because I really do think he's a good coach. But it's just... We, I think we forget. It's still his first season... As an NHL coach. Yeah, not even a full season. So I was I was having this debate the other day. Does Dubas get fired at the end of the season? No, right? What happens at the end of the season? Like, where do the Leafs go? If they don't make the playoffs. <clears throat> like, like it's got... After last night's game, it's got the potential to be a full 18-wheeler. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they lose, like, 18 of their next 24 games. Hey, we've seen it all, though, haven't we? Yeah, we've seen course. that. Yeah, with the Kessel days. <laughs> like, we've seen it all, folks. I, and, like... We I have, don't. like, we've seen terrible shit, and I don't think he gets fired, but he is definitely uncomfortable. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even if they lose, like, okay, let's say they lose 
19 out of the next 24 games. And it's like, it's like this team's got no clue what to do. They can't even respond. The coach is trying everything. Nothing, nothing's working. Is Dubas gone? I'm curious. I, 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 I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so either, but he's, he's on the, the hottest seat. Yeah, I know. I know. Because he is kind of on the line for signing a lot of these guys at what they signed for. And you, it's tough because, like, how do you look at a guy who brought in John Tavares for the Leafs? He brought in Jake Muzzin, guys who are proving Tyson Berry. But there's other things like, to it, like... Like, over, like, overcomp- like, I'm sorry, Mitch Marner's not worth $11 million. I know. There he's is he's a, a great lot of player. overcompensation. That's yeah, the thing. He's not worth $11 million. Matthews is probably the only guy right now who's worth his money. And he's on not ju- even... On, on not just even, pure goal scoring alone. Yeah, but he's not even worth that money still. Because if we're just paying you... Yeah, he pure goal scorer, but there needs to be different elements to your game that he, he needs to develop. Yeah. It, it's... Uh, I, I don't think he's... Uh, I don't think he gets fired. No. But certainly... If, okay, so if he does get fired next season, <clears throat> you think Keith goes too with him? <laughs> no, that's like you don't. But that's his guy. Like, I know. How do we know, how do we know that it's also not? Maybe it's just the system that they're trying to play too. I think he. It's really bad if they don't make the playoffs this year. Like he, it's going to be an uncomfortable summer for him. I don't want them to make the playoffs this year. They're going to get slapped, man. They're yeah. going to get slapped in the first round. Like as usual, it's Tampa or Boston. Basically, the top three teams or two, top two teams in the league. But they're it's either them or sorry, Boston or Tampa, and they can't even hold a candle to those guys. Let alone the Penguins. Like the Penguins are missing everyone except for Crosby, and they still beat the show. And they still yeah, and they still beat the show. You and they're gonna get Malcolm back on Thursday. I'm sorry, but when I watch Boston or when I watch Tampa... It's such a better game. They're just... Like, I was watching Tampa versus Colorado the other night, and the pace that these guys are playing at is, like, I haven't seen the Leafs play at this pace all year. And the defense, the attention to detail is there in their games. Like, there's no lapses. It's like the last five minutes, a 2-2 game. There's no huge lapses where the goalie's got to make a fucking huge save to keep the team in the game. It's just, like, there's good chances... But it's it's caused by good offensive plays, right? And there's no huge lapses. Like, I just don't see this team. I don't think it's good in the long run for this team to make the playoffs. How about that? Yeah, I guess so. But, I mean, like, when you have the team that you have, you should make the you playoffs. You absolutely should. But let's say they make the playoffs and they get, and they get they're, they're gone in five games. What's the point? There is no point, I guess. Like, it, it's, you're going to break our heart now, you're going to break our heart in two months. By the way, Tavares never won anything in junior. Uh, well, he did. He won the, he won the 2008 and 2009 gold medals for the World Juniors, but he never won anything in the OHL. So. Okay. But you know what? It doesn't seem like Muzzin's won two Stanley Cups. What's that doing for him right now? Yeah. It's, I don't know. Uh, this team misses Morgan Riley. Let's be honest. They miss but Morgan Riley. He comes back. He still wasn't having a great, spectacular season. He w- he wasn't, but he he would provide some stability. Yeah, you he have would, to but think, right? We were still pooping the bed. We were, we were. I don't know. I mean, would you start? Uh, like, I'm starting soup on Thursday. Soup? I don't know, man. I, I would he, start soup. 
But then again, you're just blowing Anderson's confidence out the window. So maybe you go back to him. Give him that opportunity. Say, listen, you're our number one guy. Prove it to us this game. Yeah. So in that sense, I go to Anderson just for that sense. I say I'd have pull him aside and be like, listen, you're number one guy. You're starting Thursday. Go out and show us. For Freddie? For Freddie. Yeah. Uh, it's tough. Do you have anything else you wanted to <laughs> rant about with those guys? We've uh, we've hit the nail on the head pretty much, <laughs> so I'm done with them right yeah. now. I kind of want. I wanted that it it ties into uh, Pittsburgh and what I want to talk about, like to use them as an example as a team that has dealt with such adversity. Like all they've had all year is Malkin. And like a revolving door of players, yeah. like Gensel's out. They put they bring in Zucker. Like they have these character guys, like Zach Aston Reese, uh, Brandon Tanov. Uh, I'm already forgetting Teddy Bluger. Like, do you even know who half these? Like, yeah, I know you do. I, but I know like, them, but like they're not household names. Like, that's the, that's the difference. The Pittsburgh is such a complete team. They have so many different pieces. They don't have guys a million guys. Just individual skill. And they just work separately to get the uh, the prettiest highlight reel goal. These guys work together as a team defensively and offensively and create chances. And that's how they beat you. They wear you down and beat you. Yeah, they do. And that's how they've consistently won three Stanley Cups and consistently made the playoffs and are always in the mix year after year. Yeah. That's the difference. Sidney Crosby helps too, right? He does though. <laughs> like, but like Crosby he's, and- he's also missed a lot of games. He in has. the regular seasons. He has. And yet they still seem to always be in the mix. Yep. It's uh, it's certainly frustrating as a Leaf fan. Because uh, when you when you look at uh, you look at the team that has done it in Pittsburgh, and you go, wow, is this team ever far from like they can't they can't compete with this type of team, they can't. And Pittsburgh's not not even a top team in the East. Like, no. would you? No, agree? Boston and Tampa are better than Pittsburgh. And that's where they got to go up against. What about Washington, too? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Even the Islanders. The, Le- the Leafs just made a trade, actually. What is it? The Leafs. Uh, breaking news. Yeah, breaking news on the pod. <laughs> wow. Here, let me search it up. Uh, the Leafs have acquired forward Dennis Malgan from Florida in exchange for Mason Marchment. That's a shit trade. <laughs> really? Of course they would do that, though. But I, I don't like I don't know. Malgin's a like he's a depth forward on Florida, so they need depth scoring because their bottom six is dried up. But also like Malgin, I'm pretty sure is smaller than Marchman, so we just got smaller. And Marchman was like a guy that could throw. Marchman was six three and could throw a body. Yeah, and they gave him like three games. But whatever, this like, that's that's annoying. <laughs> it's a non-factor, I guess. It won't. Make a complete difference. Janssen to miss six months of surgery. So, it's not looking... That's not the problem. No, it's not looking good for the Leafs. I that, won't, that's I won't not lie. the main problem. It's not. It's not. So, now that we've ranted about that, are you, you feel a little bit better? No, man. No? I mean, it's good to get it off the chest, I guess. <laughs> you know? I know. You can't... See, when you... when I don't know about you, but when I, when I watch these games with my dad, it's like... It's a nightmare. <laughs> Like, I love watching it with my dad, but, like, at the same time, there's a, he he just comments on every, like, your dad does the same. Yeah, of course. Right? And it's fun. They're, like, used to it. They're trying to make conversation, 
But, like, at the same time, you just want to, like, watch the game, too. <laughs> but they're not wrong. No, they're not. They're right. And that's the most frustrating part. Because you're like, I know this. But, like, let me just believe for a second. But they've, been, they've been watching for so many years. It's like, kid, don't even bother. <laughs> don't even bother. So, yeah, it's it's certainly frustrating to be a Leaf fan right now. It is. Um, but let's move on. Uh, you, you came to me with this topic today. And I'm curious as to why you did, because I have my own opinions on it. But you wanted to talk about summer hockey. And yeah. I want you to specify what you mean by summer hockey. So I'm talking about just uh, minor hockey kids just going out and playing, like, summer hockey tournaments with, like, tournament teams. And they're always playing summer hockey. That being, like, with different teams and they go travel, like, that sort of thing. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, okay. So that's that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, so, like, three, like three on three as well and... Or well, no. not so much three on three, uh, in a sense, yeah, three on three. But I'm also talking about like intense tournament teams where they're like playing five on five and traveling across okay. and trying to win these games against Russian teams. <laughs> okay, have you done this a lot or no, no, no? I haven't done it because I'm a disbeliever in it. I don't think it helps you at all. Playing hockey player. in the summer? No. Why not? As, because you go all fall and winter. And sometimes it dips into the spring, playing intense hockey. You're playing it, depending on what level, you're playing it almost every day. You're on the ice almost every other day, just working towards the same goal, playing intense hockey, trying to develop. And I think it's important, especially young minor hockey players, to have some time away from the game without any pressure. Like, these Mm -hmm. games are getting intense. They're playing all year round. They need to have, like, a step away from the game to play a different sport. Like, just play, like, a different thing. Play whatever, like, soccer or basketball, baseball, something different to get their mind away from the game. Even if they want to play road hockey, there's something, like, not serious. Yeah. If they don't play road hockey with their friends. Just something away from playing intense hockey all the time. That will help them develop. I have an opinion on this because I think it's got a lot to do with what level you played at. I really do. All right. Okay, because... you. Like, take me and you as an example. You played at, like, at a high-level AAA, and I played essentially house league for, like, all, all my career. So I love playing hockey in the summertime. Like, I I love playing – I still love playing hockey. I know you love playing hockey too, but, like, you opt not to play for hockey in the summer now, right? Like, let, we're playing in the summer league. Like, you you don't want to play summer hockey, right? What league you playing in? <laughs> playing in the Stoho one if you want to play it's one with the Lucente. Uh, maybe you call me up for a couple. Yeah, of yeah. But but you but like, if we were to put together a team, you wouldn't necessarily want to play, right? Well, it depends where and what te- the team is. But I'm talking about development. I, I'm like I'm I'm give a I, shit now. No, I know I know you don't give a shit yeah. now. But even yeah. even back then, because you played so much, you triple A. You're at practice every day. You're play like every, it's so intense. You needed that break to keep your love for the game. That's the whole point. You need time away to love the... Like, I always love hockey. Like, I, you and me, we love hockey so much, right? Yeah. That's why we have podcasts on it. But the whole thing is, you need some, like, like what you're saying, I need some time away after all that like, intense practices and games. You need some time to go away, play another sport, do something else. But you see, because I, for me, I always want to be playing hockey. I didn't want to play another sport. Like in the summer, yeah. Like, and I think it's because I didn't. I wasn't as intense for me in the winter time because I was just playing whatever I was playing, right? Yeah, yeah that's and probably. And so, it. and 
I just wanted more hockey. So mm. in the summertime, I'd just sign up for three on three, and I'd play all throughout the summer, and I'd, I'd play hockey all year round because I, I want to. I wasn't exposed to what you were exposed to or you're practicing every day. It's like uh, it's, it's almost like a job at some point because it's so intense, and you're still just a kid. You're a kid. You're just trying to have fun. Right. So at a certain point, you lose the fun of the game when you're playing that much, when you're doing it that much. So playing in the summer for you... This is me personally. This yeah, is what yeah. I think personally. I just I, I just don't see a that much of a benefit of it. You need to take a step back and like I always loved like I enjoy playing soccer in the off season. I like playing soccer, uh, baseball, dabble around some hoops. <laughs> yeah. And you know you play that. How's you your have three point game. Huh? How's your three point game? Awful. I'm down low, bro. <laughs> You're down low. Down low. Have you ever seen me shoot a basketball? I'm oh. sure it's horrible. Oh, it's the worst thing you ever. See. It's the worst thing you've ever. Yeah, I can seen. hoop though, eh? You can. I can. Actually, I remember in gym class, you're kind of gross. You I can and, hoop. Was it you and Tooney that were kind of gross, or was it just you? I don't know. I don't even know if I had gym class with Tooney. Uh, <laughs> but you were like, no. Nah, I remember you being actually pretty decent at basketball. So you're down low type of guy. I'm yeah. a playmaker. I'm like, yeah, I look I, over. I look over to my are left. You and Steve I Nash. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Steve Nash. Oh, I yeah. wear a wig whenever I, I play basketball. <laughs> just throw it on, and I just look left, throw right, <laughs> complete pick the other way. Oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah, like, I, that's like I asked you, I'll play soccer this year with me, and you're like, no, <laughs> no. But I just thought I'd throw it out. No, there. no, I, I, and like, I lo- I love playing soccer too, and I actually played soccer when I was younger, but I I I stopped because I, I hated it. Because <laughs> like when you're a kid, like everyone's just chasing the ball. Yeah, fair enough. You know what I mean? So, but I love playing soccer now. But I I hear like soccer men's leagues are kind of like hockey but worse because you got like it's italians now too like, I, like i'm italian yeah italian, and like you know when italians get confrontational hey, i'm playing in vaughn i'm playing in Newmarket. yeah it's, it's i mean i don't know it's also like men's house league so <laughs> so i but yeah. like i it's a good example though because even now like where we are in our in our lives currently i still opt to play hockey in the summer yeah whereas you you don't want to play hockey in the summer no. Even when we go out to Shinny sometimes, you're like, nah, I don't want to go. And I'm like, why don't you want to go? And you just don't want to go, and that's fine. But that's because I feel like you played hockey so much as a kid where you just got sick of it. Well, don't get me wrong here. I, I'm not sick of hockey. I love hockey. Like, I could consume it all the time. I know you can consume it, but can you play it all the time? But, yeah, that's the thing. Sometimes you just – I've been in the grind so much, yeah. I just – don't want to do it you know Uh, of course and i think that's i think that is what the difference is from what level we've played at because i would say that even my like my skill development took a lot of strides in the summer in summer hockey playing three on three playing like in these higher tiered leagues in the summer i would say that's where i got better as a player or as opposed to in the winter like you just go back to playing what you're Regular, what you used to be, or what you used to play, yeah. and it's just I, I would I would say for myself, it's just better for for what I like and what I thought would improve my game. But okay, so would you recommend to play summer hockey? I think up to a certain like it's all about reading the kid, right? Yeah, like yeah. so, I mean, your parents or whatever made the right decision to not put you in summer hockey, right? Some parents would be like, no, you're playing summer hockey, you have to get better, right? 
I think you have to read the kid. Is the, does the kid want to play more hockey, or does he want to try something else? Because playing other sports, too, you hear all these NHL players, they have other sports that are multi-talented, right? Like, they're good at baseball, or they're good at, like, basketball. I think you have to read the kid to make a proper assessment on if they should play summer hockey. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I, I played 4-4 four four hockey for one year. I just... I, that's the only time I played summer hockey, and I just didn't like four it. Four on four. Like, what's the point? Just play three on three. Well, I don't know. A bunch of guys played it from Aurora. Like, yeah. You, you know the guys, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So they played it. I played one year. It's just like it wasn't doing it for me. And, like, I just loved playing, honestly, uh, soccer and baseball. And then I, I was, like, pretty good at them, right? Yeah. So I just keep playing it. I like it. I don't play it all the time, and that's what I did. Yeah. Uh, listen, I, I... And then, the like, the fall time, like... Like, late August comes, and I'm already itching to play hockey. There you go. That's And that always worked out for me. Like, end of August comes, I'm already itching to play. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you need. Like, if I was playing it all year round, would I have that sensation and that drive that I want to go back and play in August? I don't think I – I don't know if I would. But since I had that time away from the sport, playing other things – Come August, September, I'm already itching. Like, I want to come back and play. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready. I think that it just, to summarize it all up, I think that just is entirely situation-based and based on the kid. Yeah. Because uh, for me, it's different. For me, it's different. I'm always itching to play hockey. If we don't have hockey for, like, a week or two weeks, I'm like, holy fuck. I, <laughs> I hate my life. Because, like, it's, for me, hockey is, like, fucking, like, meditation. Right, it's it, I I do it because like it makes me feel good. Yeah, you also have a good team. <laughs> you're you're so sour about that. No, you're, I just want to play with you. <laughs> Why can't we have that? I know, I know. Don't blame me. I didn't fucking make the teams. Like I know, I'm just saying. If we have that, I'd be out a lot more. Yeah, I know. But I'm, I, to summarize it all up, I think it's entirely situation based, and we can move on from that. Cause I feel I feel like we spent yeah. spent a little yeah. bit time on it <laughs> that's all right but we had to talk about it yeah no we did have a talk about it and i uh, and that's an interesting point because um i just wonder why you don't come out more times <laughs> don't shake your head don't shake your head you saw what happened one day i, I know <laughs> if you uh if you guys don't follow their social media what's wrong with you but uh, also uh we did a little post-game interview because pat uh threw up a poll and you know, I'm not offended or anything because everyone thought Pat would win, but, you know, he didn't. He didn't win. And uh, <laughs> post-game interviews are fun. Let us know if you like that, too. I'm going to be doing that a lot more. Well, I certainly like Anthony shirtless. <laughs> oh, man, you got to make me blush on, on the podcast. <laughs> they can't see. Want to do 1v1? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got a 1v1 here. Okay. I think you might like it. Go ahead. You ready? All right. You need a goal. Last minute. Who are you putting out there? This is the Swedish edition. <laughs> Peter Forsberg. I knew you were going to say Peter. Yeah. Or Matt Sundin. Oh. <laughs> That's tough. How good of it is. That's so good, though. <laughs> oh, something just... Oh. My, uh... Sorry about that. My audio just cut out with uh, the microphone. But yes, that is very tough. I think I'm going to go with... I'm still going to go with Sandin. Yes. <laughs> I think For- Forsberg's a better player. He's a better player, but I've just seen Sandin score more clutch goals. Fair. 
So I guess that's a bias. I don't know the stats. Do you, you know, know Forsberg won a cups, right? Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he has a whole move named after him. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I would take Sundin, though. Okay, Toronto bias. It's a I'll big go, Toronto bias. I'll go Sundin, too. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's so bad. That's no, so it's bad. only because Toronto bias, though. For, I know. Forsberg's so clutch, He's though. Small, he, Forsberg's better than Sundin. He is. Talk about Sundin, though. What do you love about him? What do I love about them? Like, how good is he? Is this going to be a love letter to Matt Sundin? Yeah. It was his birthday passed just last week, so. Well. Right one to him right now. Yeah, yeah, Well, Sundin, there's just no one more clutch than Matt Sundin, in my opinion. Like, for example, I think there are a lot of similarities between Sundin and Tavares as far as, um, like, how they are with the media and how they're both very stoic and how they don't give the media much. But one is very different from the other in their play. Do you know what I mean? Sundin's a bigger guy. He was six. What is he? Six five. He's not six five. I think he's six six three. Yeah. He was he was a big yeah, boy. He's a big guy. But like he wasn't all, also he wasn't the most <clears throat> graceful skater. No. And he still found a way to bury bury clutch times, <laughs> carry his team, do things that on the defensive side of the puck that help the team out. Good two way center. Yeah, and like. Tavares, I, I think there's a lot of similarities there between how they are and their leadership style, but one shows it. One shows it through their play. I don't know. Uh, sorry, I, I'd always tie it back to the least, but like... Sorry, man. No, that's how, that's Sundin, how I feel. Sun, right. Sundin was, was my boy. No disrespect to Peter Forsberg. Absolute great no, player. I think, I think Forsberg's a better player than Sundin. How about that? Wasn't it Forsberg that had that play where he just circled around his like four like three different times four laps in his own just decide oh and, i'm gonna bury yeah and he takes a clap bomb and he's just like yep all right sure buries that's it and then he has a move named after him. <laughs> yeah no big the, the one-handed <laughs> yeah it's but yeah i picked sundin all right man that was i think did you like that one i love that one that that challenged me to my soul right there i was a that was a good one. Thanks, man. I I'll appreciate I'll, that. I'll come pack in heat next week. Don't I worry. I expect it. <laughs> um, are we good to wrap up? You want to talk about anything else? Oh, uh, I just want to say for everything that we talked about today, if you guys have your own opinions, feel free to message us what you think about everything we talked about, that being the Leafs, Summer Hockey, or even the 1v1. Let us know. We want to engage and interact. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people message us too and ask who is getting back to them. We both run the account, so yeah. it's either me or Pat. So if you it if doesn't you want matter. yeah same. if you want to ask though we'll 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 say who we are but it yeah it doesn't matter we are the same um but no final thing we want to wish you uh, good luck for your your uh, wisdom teeth I know it's uh it's yeah. quite the procedure you're looking forward to <laughs> thanks man uh, are you looking forward to being high or what no 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 you know what I am gonna do because last time when I came home I watched Scarface okay you know what I'm gonna watch this time Casino. Spider-Man 1. <laughs> How good is that movie, That's though? the best movie. I, I, I love so, Spider-Man no, 1. No, no, no. Uh, the Nickelback. We always talk about it. Nickelback with uh, them on the roof. Need a hero to save us. I need a hero <laughs> to save us. Uh, <laughs> Come on. It's the best. And he's and the Spider-Man just flings from the roof. With Mary Jane. Like it's the, oh. I, I used to watch that movie all the time as a kid. Dude, I had the VHS... I yeah, watched it so many times. It it, it broke. <laughs> like the tape, the tape would come out. You know, it's like, oh, it gets all fuzzy. It breaks out. So now I have the DVD. You have the DVD? Yeah. Wow. So you went out and you bought. Hunt. Oh yeah. 
You need to. You still have the VHS. So, okay, so here's the, here's an, another debate. This kind of like a one v one, but right. like, what's better, Spider Man One or Spider Man Two? Spider Man One, Sp- Green Goblin, Spider Man One. Yeah, but Spider Man Two is really good. It's good, but nothing beats Spider Man One. It's just so much nostalgia to it. It's like, oh, I yeah. love it, you know. <laughs> and Nickelback. Everyone oh. hates Nickelback, but no, I don't, I don't know why. I I don't know. Either. I want to go to the concert. I do too. Don't. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. Maybe I'll see you there. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know, Nickelback's so good, especially like a Canadian band on the roof of Spider Man. <laughs> How sick is that? It's the sickest thing, and he's like slinging through. Oh, it's, oh, it's the best. But the whole thing, I, lo- I love the whole thing. Like, I would reenact him just ripping off his sweater, <laughs> climbing a wall. Yeah, I wore my- I had a Spider Man costume for Halloween, and you'd wear the shit and out? I'd wear the shit of it. Me too, regularly. Man. Me too. I wore it to the park. And uh, yeah, in the, you, in summer, you and run it, around like well, like one of those kids with like their hands right by, them, like they're speeding through. And I'd be on the monkey bars thinking it's like webs and shit. <laughs> Next time we're in my garage, I'm gonna show you the webs that are still there because I had one of those web the flingers. canister. Yes. Oh my god. I had the canister. It's the best. I had the, I still think and like I, you you go through it in like not even an second. hour. Yeah, because you're just you're just yeah going I'll crazy. Go back to Zellers and get it. Yeah. <laughs> You like ask your parents like, hey, like, do you mind if we go get some more like web web stuff? Or like, oh, we just bought you it. I'm like, yeah, I kind of just use it all in the garage like nine and ten minutes ago. <laughs> I'd reenact the final fight scene of the Green Goblin. Oh yeah, where he does like the the back the back. Don't tell her. <laughs> Don't tell her. You know it. You know it. Don't tell her. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, I'm gonna watch it tomorrow. If you guys haven't seen that movie, go watch do it. Do yourself a favor, because or else you're not gonna get this whole conversation, and we're just gonna look like. Idiots. And we're talking about the Tobey Maguire. Yeah, Spider-Man. yeah, the best Spider-Man. The best Spider-Man. Like he was, he's the goat. He is he's so such a good Spider-Man. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, we got way off topic there, but we're gonna close it up anyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's um, all right. So, follow us on Instagram at Views from the Bench and on TikTok too. Uh, and oh my god, I just blanked. I just blanked. Yeah, I mean we've been posting good stuff on <laughs> on the, the Instagram. I think people enjoy uh, our interviews. Um, Anthony shirtless, I know I do. That's for one thing. Um, just follow us if you want to see all that. Yeah, and uh, want to just thank you guys for listening again. We got uh, we might be dropping merch. Soon. Oh, so you guys saw that in our Instagram? We I kind of did a little sneaky peeky poo. <laughs> I was brutal. I know. It's a little <laughs> sneak peek of some of the stuff we're going to drop, and that's going to be coming soon, so stay tuned for that. Is that it? Is that all you got? All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening, and we will see you on the other side.